Welcome. Hi. Yes, that's her like normal thing, that high pitch. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Happy holidays. Yes, yes. Happy holidays yes. for everybody and to everybody who is joining us on this wonderful Sunday night. I know. Listen, when I say we have a word, we have a word. A word from the Lord. Yeah, a word, word. Yes. Um, I'm feeling this one, actually. Yeah, this, this, I think this one is going to be very, very spiritually nutritious. Mm -hmm. um, you like our, you, you like our leather jacket. Oh, I yes. We're coming, we're coming before you in oneness. Yeah, I, oneness. I just wanted to say that. Um, so, listen, thank you all so much for your support. Yes, thank uh, you. For your end of the year giving. Wow, yeah, all yes. of it. Yes, God is good. Your seeds are making a difference yes. for your shares, your subscriptions. Right now is the time. Mm -hmm. Right now is the right time for you to go ahead and tag somebody, share this. Take your screenshot and tag us because I believe we have a word for your soul. I believe so too. Are you guys so ready? Are you ready? I stay ready. Stay ready. You ready? Born ready. Born ready. Amen. Let, let's get to this. First, Second Kings um, chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 14, has a little length to what we're going to read. Yeah. Uh, verse 14 through 24. It says, So he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Actually, she has no son, and her husband is old. So he said, Call her. When he called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, About this time next year, you shall embrace a son. Hmm. And she said, no, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> but the woman conceived and bore a son when wow. the appointed time had come of which Elisha had told her. Mm. And the child grew. Now what happened one day that when he went out to his father, to the reapers, and said to his father, my head, my head. So he said, to a servant, carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon mm. and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, drive and go forward. Do not slack the pace for me unless I tell you. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. Mm. So it was when the man of God saw her afar that he said to his servant Gehazi, look, the Shunammite woman, please run now to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, it is well. Hmm. Our clause of concern in the verses that we believe could serve as surgical tools on tonight. Hmm. Live and resides in verse 20 and the latter part of verse 26, wow. where the text tells us when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then 
died. And the contradictory verse, you would think this is such a contradictory statement yeah. after everything we just read. Right. The end of verse 26, 26, these three words, it, it is well. Is well. Wow. Church family, what do you do when the blessing dies? Father, we are asking that you flood this atmosphere. Would you speak to the hearts of your people? It is our prayer, God, that all the study and everything that we have done to prepare ourselves means absolutely nothing. If you are magnified, if you are glorified, if you are exalted, you truly are the reason for the season. This is more than just a cliche, God. We're asking that you use us as your oracles, as your PA system, the soundtrack of heaven. And it is so. And everybody who agrees with that prayer, would you drop in the room? Amen. 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 Wow. And he brought him to his mother and he sat on her knees till noon and then died. Mm -mm -mm. Three words at verse 26. It is well. Church family, we firmly believe that, that tonight's message, we are being led by the Spirit. We know that this may come off a little unusual, unorthodox, right. or maybe even anomalous because <laughs> this is the week of Christmas right. and usually you would expect a, Christ, a Christmas message, right. something about Jesus in the manger, yeah, being born, being born you know, um, the star in the sky, the, yes, the, the wise men, the, the coming, you know, king and, you know, Telling yeah. of the good news that he's he's born, yeah. you know? Um, but we strive to be a ministry that follows the Spirit. And that's just not the direction that the Spirit had us go. Mm. Uh, what we want to talk about tonight, I believe everybody under the sound of our voice can be touched with. Let's speak around this thought from this subject for a few moments. I didn't expect this. Woo! Is there anybody in the Listen. 2020 calendar year that you're like, you know what? I didn't expect this. What? There's some stuff that happened I didn't expect. Right. I believe we could all be touched with like, this. That's probably like, <laughs> that should be like the coin phrase yeah, of I, the year. I didn't expect I this. I don't think anybody, ex nobody could have ever expected this. Listen, listen. There's somebody watching this and you're like, okay, that pastor, that prophet, that bishop, they have until December the 31st. Yeah. At 11.59 p.m. until they'd explain to me why they told me 2020 would be my year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got some explaining to do. Pastor, waiting. bishop. I'm waiting, guys. Life coach. I'm waiting. You have until December the 31st. Yeah. <laughs> at 11.59 of this calendar year to explain why you told me this is my year. In fact, Miss Flowers, I have noticed this is the first time in a long time that I have not seen as many 2021 is going to be my year. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Usually, hashtag, yeah, you know, new no. year, new me, <laughs> 2021. We have gotten humble. Yeah, be like, hey, 2021. Listen. I, we just going to see. We, I bet somebody's like, look, at the New Year's Eve program, at the New Year's Eve service, when the pastor's like, 2020 is going to beat you up, just stop. Just listen. Just stop. Lord, just have your way. Just say. Let your will be done. 2021 is going to be the year. We'll see. Yeah. That's it. We just gonna see. We, you can't. Y'all were wrong about the election. Y'all were wrong about it being my year. This is the year where we'll see. We'll see, God. We will see. Do your thing, please. <laughs> we will see. Now, listen. Um, this, this is something that I hope you don't judge me. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is nothing more irritating to me. Well, one of the things that really irritates me 
really agitates me and almost causes for me to operate in the flesh, y'all pray for me, <laughs> is when I go through the drive-thru, I tell them I would like a spicy chicken sandwich with large fries and a sweet tea. You ask me again as confirmation. So you want a spicy chicken sandwich, a large fry, and sweet tea? Mm -hmm. I say yes. And then to add insult to injury, you ask me, is your order correct on the screen? My mouth starts to water as I say, yes, it is. I pull around the corner, hand you my credit card, mm. and then this is the whole, this right here just takes the cake. You ask me one more time. You said, did you order the spicy chicken sandwich, large fry, and sweet tea? I say, yes, I did. You hand me the bag. I stick my hand in the bag, consume a french fry, then I feel a surge of excitement via my taste buds. I get my order, drive around the corner, as and, as I, and as I stick my hand in there to try to find my sandwich, my sandwich is not in the bag. Has that ever happened to anybody else? You gave me the wrong sandwich. I, I, did not around. <laughs> I did not expect this. I asked for a spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. Why did you give me a fish sandwich with extra tartar sauce? I just want to know. Good. I want to know. <laughs> and in this moment, I believe you can be three types of people. You could be person A. I'm person A. You're upset, but you're still going to eat it. Still going to eat it. You're still going to eat it, mm -hmm. and you're just going to chunk it up to the game as I need to stop eating out anyway, right. and I need to just stick on my meal prep. Right, 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 right. That's person A. Right. And then you have person B. Uh -huh. Person B is the individual, like you mad, but you like big mad. You right. mad, mad. So you're going to eat the fish sandwich, but then you're going to call up there to let them know how yeah. inconvenienced you were because right. you gave me the wrong order. Right. You might even start to hit some high notes to let them know that you really, really are irritated. Right. And you're going to be back probably tomorrow mm -hmm. to get your chicken sandwich for free. Yeah. And you probably want a gift card, a cookie, go ahead and throw in a, a milkshake or something. Right. That's person B. Right. Person C is my wife. And my mother. Mm -hmm. Oh, heaven no. To the no, no. We turn it around. No, we turn it around. I'm not eating no fish sandwich. I'm not eating this fish sandwich. No, 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 ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma I want to know which one of you, person A, <laughs> B, or C, just drop in the room. Is right. anybody like me, A, you still going to consume it. B, right. you big mad, but you're going to eat it anyway. C. C, I'm going back up there. Now, That's not what I ordered. Th this, this is what you would possibly do if you if you got the wrong order. Mm. But what do you do when it appears as though heaven messed up your order? What do you do when you prayed for number one, but God gave you a number seven? Oof. Or what do you do when you didn't ask for anything at all and what right. you asked for dies? Right. Listen, this is so good, y'all. And we have to talk about this because there, it, there is this issue in Western Hemisphere Christianity, yeah. this false heresy that just because we are followers of the way, we are immune from trouble. Yeah. We are immune from trouble, and, yeah. I, and we want to talk. We want to talk on tonight, a real talk, real issue. What do you do when you get things that you didn't expect? Yeah. I didn't expect a pandemic. I didn't expect a global crisis. I didn't expect a layoff. I didn't expect to lose my child. Elijah, I didn't even ask for a child. Wow. I didn't expect this. So there's this confession, like I tell you, week after week, I'm going to have you speak over your life. So can I get everybody to drop this in the room in all caps? God, God, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Put it in all caps, y'all. God, 
God, increase my faith. Increase my faith. So I won't bury. So I won't bury. What you're going to resurrect. What you're going to resurrect. One more time. God. God. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. So I won't bury. So I won't bury. What you're going to resurrect. What you're going to resurrect. Talk to the people, Miss Flowers. You know, um, when I think about um, things that you didn't expect, hmm. um, I can't help but to think about the story of when we had our first child, um, I, my baby Melody, she's six years old, so um, my baby's getting older and older, but um, I remember when we got pregnant and, you know, went through the whole process of pregnancy and everybody was praying over us and speaking a word and, you know, he was laying his hands on my belly and I remember praying, you know, every night, every night you know, I remember praying, Lord, thank you for a healthy child and mm -hmm. a smooth delivery and people Man. were like, oh, you know what, it's gonna, you know, just take it one push at a time and you know, it, you, you're, you'll be fine, you yeah. know? And um, that didn't happen. Not at all. No, no, it didn't. You know, I had to end up having emergency C-section. I'm, sh I'm sure several women have gone through it, um, but it was not what I expected yeah. by no means. Um, and it was petrifying. I think, mm. I, I know that it was the most scariest moment of my life yeah. for certain um, being rushed um, down to the operating room because the umbilical cord was wrapped around my daughter's neck yeah. and uh, the doctor had to jump on the edge of my um, hospital bed and they had to, you know, switch me over and hurry up, get the baby out. I mean, I was, I was petrified. But thank God uh, she was delivered mm -hmm. and she was okay. And, um, you know, now I have a beautiful... Baby you know, girl. baby girl, but I definitely did not expect it. And then on top of that, um, four days later after, you know, we stay in the hospital for about three days mm -hmm. after a C-section, that healing process is serious. Um, all them mothers out here that had a C-section, that healing <laughs> process is, is, is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so we go home and about four days after that, um, I'm in my bed and I start shaking uncontrollably. Yeah. Like I'm shivering all over and my mother is there and I can feel, after I stopped shaking, I can feel my head getting hot and I immediately knew that I was getting a fever. So we had to go back to the hospital and I found out that I had um, gotten a uterus infection. Mm. And it was so scary. Yeah. It was so incredibly scary. Mm. I, I had a hundred and... Three fever. I hadn't had a fever like that in I don't know how long. Like yeah. I, I'm not a feverish individual. Yeah. So I was I was so scared. I remember being in the ER crying. Mm -hmm. And this gentleman walked up, this older gentleman walked up to me, me and my husband, and I guess he could just sense that I was scared and he was like, It's gonna be okay. I didn't know him from Adam, you yeah. know? And they immediately, you know, found out what was wrong with me. I had to be in the hospital four more days. Yeah. Um away from my, my newborn baby for like two days. And I, I'm, I'm laying in the hospital and I'm in pain and I'm scared and I'm like, why is this happening to me? And I'm looking on Facebook at girls that were pregnant at the same time and they're dancing around with their babies, you know, two days after delivery and I'm laid up in this hospital bed, like what's really God? And people yeah. are like, oh, it's just gonna be great. Don't worry, just yeah. one push at a time. I didn't expect that. Um, and sometimes we go through things, like Jerry said earlier, just because we're Christians or just because we believer, we're believers doesn't mean that that um, eliminates any type of trouble from our lives or that we don't have hardships or things just don't happen to us because yeah. things happen. Yeah. And 
the, the thing that gives me solace is to know that she was delivered, hmm. right? Like, she, I, gave birth, I gave birth to her. No, it wasn't the way in which I wanted to give birth. You know, I had, I had a birthing plan. You know, they tell you you have to have a birthing plan, right? And a lot of us, you know, we had our plans. Yeah. But plans <laughs> didn't go as follows, especially this, this 2020 yeah. year. Yeah. But she still got delivered. Talk. And sometimes God's method of doing things is like, okay, yeah, it's not the way that you planned, but guess what? You still gave birth. You're still giving birth to something. Mm. And some of us, this process of 2020, and I believe it wasn't just a year, it was a process yeah. for many of us, me included, yeah. a process mm. that God is taking us through, a birthing process, um, yeah. a development process yeah. that God took us through yeah. and is still taking us through yeah. in order for us to give birth to something. Yeah. And no, it's not what we wanted. Mm. At all. Yeah. But we have to remember what we're giving birth to is greater than what we're going through right now. That's so good. Yeah. What, my, what I have right now in my precious little girl who I absolutely adore, mm -hmm. when I look back, her life is way more valuable and yeah. more precious and more important than what I went through for her to get here. No, yeah. it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. Yeah. I didn't expect it whatsoever. Yeah. But I went through it, and it was for whatever reason. Yeah. But I went through it, and I gave birth to something. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is everything we went through, I prayed against. Right. Y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, sure I prayed did. against. I put my hand on my wife's <laughs> belly every single this. night. I yeah. rebuke that. Enemy, you have no place for this. We're going to have right. no complications. Right, none of it. We're going to have an easy birthing process. Yep. And then I believe shortly after the uh, uterus infection, um, it was... Oh, yeah, I had mastitis. Yeah, it was like yeah. back to back. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Look it up if you don't know what it is. <laughs> back to back, I'm like, okay, God, this is not what I prayed for. Nope. I remember being in the hallway as they were rushing my wife into emergency surgery. And they said, sir, you can't come back here yet. Wait, wait, wait. You got to put this on. Wait. I'm standing in that hallway. And all I could do in that moment was begin to pray. Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt like this, this, this Shunammite woman. I prayed against this. I didn't expect this. Right. Yeah, I didn't a, ask for this. I didn't ask for this. I'm a man of faith. Right. I'm a man of faith. And see, we have to talk about this because this holiday season is probably one of the most difficult holiday seasons right. for a lot of people because you don't have your mother this year. Wow. You don't have your dad this year. Wow. You don't have your job this year. Woo. You had a whole bunch of stuff that you can get everybody else for the holidays this year. My gift to you is my presence. Right. And then for some of us, I can't travel this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can't do big group things like we did before. And so this is the reason I feel the Spirit is leading us this message. I understand that a lot of other people are doing Christmas messages, and that is okay. Oh, But for us, for, sure. for us, we felt that God is saying there are a people right now who are questioning me. Mm. who are questioning the birthing process, yeah. who are questioning difficulties because they prayed for things and it right. did not go the way they expect. And if we do not touch on this and if we don't talk about this, right. when we experience trial, 
when right. we experience storms, yeah. when we experience suffering, why right. y'all looking at me like that? Right. When we experience difficulty, right. we'll begin to question the goodness of God. Right. God is good regardless of what I'm going through. Amen. Like my wife said, she still gave birth. Right. Some of us, you've been so caught up with the complications of what you're giving birth to yeah. that you are overlooking the fact that you still gave birth. Right. You still birthed something. Right. Can we talk, y'all? I know that this is needed. I know that this is needed because whenever God places us in a season that we don't like, wow. whenever God has us experience something that's uncomfortable to us, whenever God puts us in a situation or a season that is critical and necessary so that what he put in your womb, the oil on your life, the gift on your life, the calling on your life wow. can go through every trimester necessary for full development. When we feel as though God is taking too long or we tire, we will step out of the season we need to try to embrace the season that we want. Jesus. And I'm telling you, we're standing here before you on tonight saying we know what it feels like to pray against something and it happens anyway. Yeah. We know what it feels like when everybody else seems to got to answer their prayer. Right. But when it came to Tanisha Flowers, when it came to Jerry Flowers, right. when it came to Melody Flowers, God, you didn't hear my prayer? Right. You didn't hear me? Now, I know there's some other dads. This is what I'm thinking. There are other dads out there mm -hmm. that aren't even involved in their child's life. Right. Here I am opening up a scripture, trying to yeah. find a scripture over my child every right. night, right. laying my hands on my wife's woman. You're going to let this happen? Right. I didn't expect this. Wow. And, and, and I feel this, this Shunammite woman was in a place where she was like, I didn't even ask for a son. Right. I, I told him, no. Like, like don't lie to me. So you're, gonna, you're going to give me something that I didn't even ask for? Is there anybody watching this message? You feel like, I didn't even ask for this place. Yeah. I didn't even ask for this situation. And then she was even more confused because she was faithful. If you know this story, she made a place in her house for Elijah to stay when he passes by. Yeah. So she made space for the presence of God in her home. Wow. I made space for God. I'm doing the right thing. I'm keeping my legs closed. I'm watching the sermons. I'm mm -hmm. reading my word. I'm praying. I'm fasting. Is there anybody that's been there? You feel like you're doing all the steps. Wow. And somebody who hardly did a step is getting more blessed than you. I got it. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't ask for this and this 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 woman I could just imagine as she's holding her child she's holding her child the Bible says till noon when she felt him take his last breath my God I, I could just imagine she's like no 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 wait 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 a minute Ooh. wake up wake up okay okay baby wake up breathe Nothing. No pulse. I didn't ask for this. I, I think something in her, as the grief started to hit her heart and the pain started yes. to hit her heart and her mind began to wonder what in the world is going on. Something in her soul, her faith started to get activated. Ooh, Jesus. I believe as she was looking at this child, wow. and she was probably shaking her son like, no, no, I need you to wake up. I bet she was like, hold on, wait a second. I didn't ask for you. 
I did not ask for you. And if God provided supernaturally, then he must have provisions for you supernaturally. God cannot give me a supernatural blessing and then not give me supernatural provisions. This, this is not right. And sometimes it takes for your faith to look death in the face and say, you don't have the final say. Sometimes your faith gets activated when fear is right before you. And you look fear right in the face and say, I will not bow to you. Jesus. I'm still going to post it. I'm still going to record it. I'm still going to vlog it. I'm still going to do it. Yes, I am scared. But my faith is not going to let me die here. Jesus. And this is why you have to have faithful friends around you. Because if you have faithless friends, they probably would have started patting her on the back and saying, it's okay. We're here for you. We'll be here for you through it all. Ooh, we'll help you prepare the funeral arrangements. We'll get the flowers. We'll help eulogize. But something in her was like, no, I don't think this is, I don't think this should die. I don't think this is to death because if God provided me with a supernatural blessing, then he's going to have to have superna supernatural provision. I need you to go get Elijah. Listen, I need you to call Elijah and her husband. <laughs> her husband is like, why, why are you bothering him? It's not the Sabbath nor a new moon. Right. And she responds, it is well. Ooh. I bet she's like, listen, my faith is on a thread right now. And I don't have time to try to explain myself to you. I don't have time to try to walk you through what I'm feeling. All I need to do is I need to get to the presence of God right now because my faith is shaky. 2020 has been a year. It's been difficult for me. It's hard for me right now. And I need to get to the man of God. I need to get somewhere where I can hear God because I got questions. I didn't ask for this. Right, right. I didn't ask for this. Is there anybody that can be touched? Well, you're like, God, I don't know why this is so difficult. I don't know why this is so hard for me, but I just believe if you have provided a supernatural blessing, you're going to give a supernatural provision. My God. Woo. I, didn't, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. See, sometimes you don't even recognize. It's those difficult seasons. It's, it's, it's those scary places where your faith gets activated. I, I really don't know what's going on, but I know God knows how to control the going on. I, yes. I really don't have the answers for what I'm going through, but I know that God is with me while I'm going through. And sometimes it takes for something in your life yes. to shake you to your core till you get back to the place where you know what? I didn't, I didn't ask for this, and I, I didn't expect this. So I, I, have some, I have some questions for you, God. I need you to help my heart. You know, um, some of us, we have this thing where we, re we rely on ourselves hmm. for everything, right? And um, the crazy thing is, even the stuff that we think that we're doing, God is the only one that makes it possible, yeah. right? Like breathing. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. every bodily function, yeah. you know, that happens, God allows it to happen. But we have this illusion that we are in control of our lives. Some of us, hmm. you know, like th I, I had this all mapped out. I had this all planned out. You know, this this wasn't supposed to go this way. I don't have a I don't have a backup plan for this because hmm. I'm used to controlling everything or yeah. I'm used to having things together. I'm used to having the answers for this. I'm used to having provision for this. Yeah. I, I'm used to this hmm. because you think that you're running it. Yeah. Right. Tough. You think that you, that you had this handle, yeah. you know, you think that you had all your ducks in a row. Yeah. Right. You, th you thought, you thought yeah. that, you know, you <laughs> had your life set in a good place Yeah. and God is, I think in this season, 
in this year reminding all of us, guess what, guys? None of you are in control Talk. of anything. As a matter of fact, you never were. Let me, let me remind you who is in complete control mm. of everything. Yeah. You thought that you, you, you were securing your job. Mm. You thought that you were securing your finances, right? Yeah. You thought that you were secure with the healthcare system or mm. the government. Yeah. You thought that the education system was 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 good. Yeah. But now let me remind you none of that hmm. can be what you put your faith in. Yeah. None of it. So God I think you know has us all at this place like where whether <clears throat> we're all at a test or a season or yeah. you know God is showing us something. God yeah. I believe has us all in a place where we're like okay God I don't have anything at this point, at this point, like the stock market, the government, the education system, the healthcare system, all of these systems are faltered, right? Like they can falter. They're not, they're not secure. And at this point in my life, you literally are the only thing I can place my faith in because everything else has and can continue to fail me. Yeah. And I can't help but think of, I love the story of the woman with the issue of blood. I use it a lot, but because it's so, it, to me, it embodies so much of what God needs us to have. Yeah. Right? Faith in who he is. Yeah. Faith to make us whole. Right? Yeah. Even when everything looks completely bleak. Like, yeah. she didn't ask to get this ailment for 12 years. Yeah. Like, who, this. nobody, she didn't expect that. Yeah. She didn't expect to be... You know, done wrong by doctors. She didn't. Mm. She didn't expect. She didn't expect to not have any money. Yeah. You know, she didn't expect to be ostracized and look at looked at as unclean. Yeah. You know, she 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 didn't ask. She didn't expect that, yeah. right? But yet, she still pressed and had faith. Yeah. And that is what made her whole. Like yeah. some of us, that relationship made you whole, mm. or that job made you whole, mm. or your finances made you whole, wow. or or whatever, you know, that family relationship made you whole. Or, mm. you know, like I said, your security, your status, whatever, that made you whole. That mm. made you feel secure. That made you feel like, I got this. I'm good. We're, we're good. Wow. And God is reminding all of us, none of that makes you whole. Right. None of that is going to provide real provision for you. Mm. None of that really is gonna, not going to give you any of the answers. Mm. I am the only one. I'm the only one, and I need, you, I need to make that clear, painfully clear to you all. Yeah. So you're at this crossroads. You're at this place. You're at this, like, I have nothing right now, God. That's where she was. Yeah. I have nothing left. <clears throat> yeah. She had nothing, no, no money. Her health was at, at, at its very I end. Mean, she was, nobody, was, nobody wanted to be around her, yeah. so she was like, all I have is my faith. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All I have is my faith, and, and that's the only thing that healed her. Yeah. Was her faith. And mm. that is the only thing right now that is going to get us through this season and the next season. Because guess what? We don't know what 2021 is going to hold either. Mm. But I do know. Like that, uh, that old that saying, I don't know what my future holds. Yeah. But I know who holds my future. Talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I, <laughs> that, 
I don't know what's to come. Yeah. I don't know what my job situation is going to look look like. Yeah. I don't know what my family structure is going to look like. I don't know yeah. what my health is going to look like. Yeah. I don't know what my finances is going to look like. I don't know. Hmm. And I thought I had control of things, but it's really obvious right now I have no control. Talk. But God, I know that you're in control, and I know that you hold my future, and I have faith in you. I know I, I didn't expect this. Mm. I didn't ask for this. But, God, I know that you are making me whole in yeah. my faith. So, God, increase my faith. Yeah. Allow me to trust in you. Yeah. Allow me to believe in you. Allow me to hold on to you because I, I really am at this place. Like, I got to take my hands off of this because mm. none of this I expected. Mm. None of, and you know what? That could be discouraging sometimes. Let's be wow. honest, right? I'm sure the woman with the issue of blood was discouraged, right? Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure this Shunammite woman, this is discouraging. This is daunting. This is, this is, this is awful. Yeah. This is sad. This is something I didn't expect. I didn't expect this, God. Yeah. I didn't ask for this, God. Mm. Why is this happening, God? Mm. Where, where did this come from, God? Did we all ask these questions yeah. this year? Where did this come from? Why is this happening? Yeah. What did I do? Mm. And God is like, just trust me. Yeah. I think, the amaz right? I think the amazing thing about this story of the Shunammite woman is that even when she approached Elijah and his servant, she said, it is well. Your son just died in your arms. You didn't ask for this child, but you still have a it is well in your heart. Right. You right. still have a it is well in your soul. My God. How do you get to the place in the face of suffering, in the face of trials, storms, and setbacks to still have a it is well in your heart. My God. What if there's something that God wants to do to your heart? What if there's a work that God wants to do in your heart? Ooh. What if there's a heart God is trying to put in your heart? My God. What if he's trying to formulate a demolition project on your heart so that he can give you a new heart? Create in me a clean heart. Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Oh what, God. Some things that God wants to do in our hearts. We have an acronym we want you guys to retain, okay? Um, H. What is our H? Humble. Humble. God wants us to have a humble heart. Humility. Humility. E. Empty. God wants us to have an empty heart. A. Available. God wants us to have an available heart. R. Respond. God wants us to have a heart that responds. And T. Here's the goal. Trained. God wants us to have a humble heart, an empty heart, an available heart, a heart that responds to him so that it could be trained. My God. Now listen, when, when it comes to humility, when it comes to humility, humility is not being wealthy, but then shopping at Salvation Army. That, right. that, that's, that's fake humility. Right. That's a sense of humility to make people think that you're humble. Right. <laughs> humility is when you walk around with a constant state of gratitude. Yeah. You don't have to be listening to this message right now. God, I'm thankful and I'm humbled that you're giving me this opportunity. I have shelter right now. I, I may not get the gifts that I want, but I'm thankful, God, that I have a place to lay my head. Mm. It's when we walk around with a posture of gratitude. Proverbs 18 verse 12 puts it this way. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, mm. and before honor is humility. My God. The miraculous doesn't ha happen for the cocky. The miraculous doesn't happen for the cocky. Mm. The miraculous doesn't happen for the unteachable. 
The miraculous doesn't happen for the arrogant. It mm. happens for the humble. Wow. And I think a lot of times when we deal with an empty heart, God can't fill your heart until it's empty. There's some good. things, there's That's some good. things I have to take out of your heart. Right. Maybe the reason I couldn't bless anybody in 2018 is because I didn't bless anybody with the blessing from 2017. Mm. Maybe the reason I can never bless anybody is because every time I get blessed, I think about heightening my fence instead of lengthening my table. Wow. Maybe God wants us to have a heart that's empty so he could fill it. Right. Because our heart is filled with so many other things. Yeah. And I can't expect to receive a harvest when I have not planted in faith. I have not planted in faith. And this is why, like I stated before, this is why some people benefit from storms and other people don't. Because storms only benefit the planted. Mm -hmm. They only benefit the planted. And what if the heart of humility and an empty heart, meaning a heart that God could feel, teaches us how to serve? When Jesus was washing his disciples' feet, he tells us to go and do the same. I've set before you a model. Mm. I think nobody would have a problem with washing feet that look like this. They're well manicured. They're well put together. Yeah. Nobody would have a problem with washing feet that look like that. But what about washing feet that look like this? Somebody was like, I'm not washing them their toes. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> but see, those feet are evidence of somebody who went through something. Yeah. Those feet are evidence of somebody who walked through something. Right. Are you a type of individual? That you don't want to serve somebody who's been through something, but you rather go to another level, but you don't want to serve. Listen, if serving is beneath you, leading is beyond you. Wow. Did y'all hear what I just said? Mm. If serving is beneath you, leading is beyond you. I see why the Holy Spirit told us to go this direction, mm. because this is a needed message. He's trying to do something for your heart. Yeah, absolutely. He wants us to have an available heart, a heart available to serve. And T, he wants us to have a trained heart. This woman, in the face of this difficulty, she still had some training. Like her faith had been trained. You gotta remember, she built space for Elijah to come in her house. Right. I believe in the midst of hardships, in the midst of pain, when she felt her son stop breathing, before the flesh and the reality of her situation could fully overtake her, that trained faith stepped up and said, hold up. Hmm. Hold up. Before I get in my feelings, before I text that ex, before I clap back in the comment section, before I give them a piece of my mind, <laughs> before I lay on the horn in this traffic, before I respond out of petty instead of power, before I go there, let me think about how God has been training my heart. Wow. Let me think about how God has been molding me. Let me think about how God has been calling me into another level of maturity. Because maturity, yes. maturity, we talked about this on Thursday. Yes. Maturity is something that the Holy Spirit wants to get us all to. In Hebrews 5, it said, listen, you ought to be teachers, mm -hmm. but we still have to keep rehearsing the elementary things. There's a level of training. When you train, you can endure. Right. When you're trained, you got endurance. Right. And I believe her faith had some endurance. Like, you know, before, before I totally give up. Before I totally walk away from Jesus, before I turn this sermon off, before I give up and say none of this stuff doesn't work, before I go back to getting high, before I go back to a bed of somebody I'm not married to, before I step out of my marriage, before I go back to the alcohol, before I go back to the bar, 
I'm going to go to God and say, listen, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. What if God is trying to teach us to trust him? Even when you go through. We've been taught all around the world to thank God for blessings. Mm. But what if we were to tell you on the night, thank God for losses? I know it's not something that you hear somebody preach, but what if we're saying, thank God for all the ills? You might think it's a loss, but it's really not a loss if you lost them but found you. It's really not a loss if your faith got activated. It's, it's really not a loss if now you have a prayer life. Come on. It's really not a loss if now you're seeking God's face. It's really not a loss if you're fasting now without the church announcing a corporate fast. Wow. It's really not a loss if now you're coming to God. It's really not a loss if now you're worshiping. It's really not a loss if Ooh. now you're listening to the podcast. Jesus. It's really not a loss if now in the Bible app and your version you see 15 day streak yes. and 21 day streak and 42 day streak. Is it really a loss I think we need to redefine what losing really is because if I lost you but I found peace if I lost that but I found joy if I lost that but I found a place to trust God I really didn't lose my God I, I, I really didn't lose God trained me train me we said this at the beginning of this whole message we said God increase my faith yes so I don't bury what you're gonna resurrect some of us this holiday season you're buried in depression Buried in suicidal thoughts. Why everybody else is singing, you know, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, and Robin laid an egg. <laughs> you like, I, I don't even, I don't even have joy this holiday season. Wow. I don't even, I don't even know if I have the strength to believe again, to trust again. And I'm trying to let you know that we're called to endure hardness. My God, help endure us. hardness. When she went back to Elijah. And explained her situation to him. Long story short, you could read it. He laid on the child and the child sneezed seven times and comes back to life. And I believe she went back home. Like, I know I wasn't tripping. God is not going to provide for me supernaturally. And then don't give me provisions supernaturally as well. Something happened in her where when she saw that he died, her faith got activated. Wow. We see this in Jesus when Jesus is talking about Lazarus in, John, Lazarus in John chapter 11. Verse 11, it says, after he had said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. Verse 12, his disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad. What? I am glad I was not there. Hold on, Lord. Hold. We could unpack this so much because first of all, I see right here in the text that how what we call dead, sometimes Jesus says asleep. Right. Right. <laughs> what do you think over that God's like, no, it's just in a coma. No, no, no. No, it, it, it's going to rise again. But I let it die. Go ahead and go ahead. I want things to die. Sometimes Jesus allows things yeah, to so look bad. Real bad. Right. And he says, right. I'm glad I wasn't there. We're talking about Jesus. Right. I'm glad I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Why? So that you may believe. What is God? <laughs> what is God doing in your life for you to believe? I know you hear a lot of messages about shout and run around like you lost your mind. 
what about the times God leads you to Red Seas and Pharaoh's behind you and the salt is on your lips and you're not understanding where you're gonna go? Do you trust him? And have you been trained enough? If we got through all those plagues, we gonna get through this Red Sea. If we got through everything else, God's gonna help us get through this. He wants us to have hearts that trust him. And we know this isn't your typical Christmas message. But what is typical about 2020? <laughs> right. I didn't expect this, but you know what you can't expect? God to be faithful. Right. I didn't expect this, but you know what you can't expect? God to never let you fall without him right there by your side. I didn't expect this, but you know what you can't expect? That he's a father to the fatherless. Yes. I, di I didn't expect this, but you know what you can't expect? That this is not a period, that this is just a comma, which means to be continued. I didn't expect this, but you know what you can't expect? You're going to have a blessing, and you're going to have a testimony after this. I know it doesn't feel good as you're holding your baby die, but this Shumanite woman models to us that sometimes it takes for a bad situation to look you in the face, for your faith to be activated, and say, this is not where my story ends. So God, we pray this, this holiday season for everybody, everybody has different type of vibes this holiday season God but for the individual who feels hopeless for the individual who feels lost for the individual who's hurting for the individual who's watching this and tears are running down their face because it is touching their hearts because they didn't expect all of the stuff to go through would you encourage them right now would you remind them and strengthen them and strengthen their faith so that they don't bury what you're going to resurrect it may not be the same way that we think it's going to come or it's going to happen in our life, God, but we trust you. Yes, God. Not only do we trust you, God, but give us strength to trust your pace. Trust your pace. And whatever it is that you're doing in our life, don't let us get so caught up with the complications that we don't recognize that we're giving birth to something. Rather, it's faith, rather, it's vision, or just believing in, believing again. Sometimes you let our Lazarus die, and you're glad that you let it die so that we may believe. Maybe we've only wanted you to be a healer, to raise up Lazarus, but you're gonna introduce us to another dimension of who you are. You're not just a healer. You're also a resurrector. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray.